welcome back to Made in the 80s, podcast about the 80s by people who were made in the 80s. I'm Shalia, and we have... Tim. And Kendon. What up, guys? How are you? What's up? I'm good. Good. Great. Interjetic. It's... Just, yeah. Yeah? It's yeah. been a good week? It's a short weekend, feels like. It feels very short. Yes, it's because last weekend was so long. <clears throat> it feels very short, but I'm good. I had a Tuesday off, so I had four days. It was oh. really nice. I what worked all you? of Tuesday, but I wasn't My life goal office. is to have every Friday off. I did that for a month one time. It was nice. I had a bunch of uh, a bunch of leave I needed to burn, mm-hmm. so I took like, a Friday off every day for a month. How was that? It was fantastic. Did As you... a kid, I thought that we should take every Wednesday off, and then Ooh. life would be amazing. Tiala had that for a while, and it was pretty good for her, because she basically always had Fridays coming. Yeah. But you also have Mondays, where you have to show up after having a day off and be yeah. like, man. Back at work. Yeah. Also, for, like four day weeks, you got to get a lot done. You do. Do you though? Yeah, because the amount of work doesn't yeah. slow down. Yeah. <laughs> you just have less time to do it. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, they have all those studies about you know how productivity really starts to taper off after like thirty hours a week, and most workers are like wasting their time doing other stuff. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, this week we are talking about Escape from New York, nineteen eighty one. Kurt Russell. John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. People who we've discussed before. Yep. Isaac Hayes. Together. Isaac Hayes. Together First time he's again. been on the podcast. Yeah. No, no, he was no in, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He wasn't at. We did do that. Yeah. Uh, but he has not been in a whole lot for us yet. So no. This he was is... more of a 70s star, though, right? He was. Definitely a star in the 70s. Uh, so we will and talk. And then in the 90s, starting with South Park. Starting with South Park. <laughs> so we'll talk about Escape from New York in a little bit. I'll put the time stamp in the show notes. But let's go back to the 80s with some 80s trivia. Whose turn is it this week? Mine? No, I did last week. So You did next. last week? It's yeah. my turn. Will you roll okay. the dice for me, Kendon, please? She and got a two. Move me two to that orange. In season two of Stranger Things, how many days did Mike say he tried to contact Elle by the walkie-talkie after her battle with the Demogorgon? Was it 152, 352, or 452? 352. Wait, this is, is your question. Correct. I get a pie. This was your question. Yeah, we're a team. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> give me some pie. All right, so that's. Can you give me some pie, please, Kendon? Here, I don't know if you remember. You're now in charge of the board. There you go. Thank you, okay. sir. Okay. So, so this that's... is reminding me of of something I brought up with you guys. I just realized that Calvin and Hobbes came mm-hmm. out in 1985. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's one of the most important things for understanding. My personality. Yeah. So we'll be doing Calvin and Hobbes at some point. Yes. How? But Definitely in Calvin in and Hobbes, um, I'll have to figure it out. I mean, we have a book of it right behind Shalia, I believe. Um, in Calvin and Hobbes, there's a thing he invents called Calvin Ball, which has no rules. And that's what this uh, trivia game is starting to feel like. Oh, starting to feel like. Starting to feel like. <laughs> okay. So that's some info from the 80s. What is happening in the 20s? What's the news? Uh, we have a trailer for Westworld, which comes out March 15th. Was I that heard- hidden? Huh? I saw an article come across my feed that it was hidden. What do you mean hidden? Like, uh, I would have to look it up. That's why I'm asking him. But like, you know, some viral, not viral marketing. What's the word? The guerrilla marketing? Like it wasn't supposed, it was leaked. We weren't supposed to see no, it. No, it's like, it was like, it was a surprise if you looked to certain places, like internet sleuthing sort yeah. of thing. No, it just popped up for me. Okay, well, so it's kind of funny you say that because Kendon's wearing a beast mode That's shirt today and marshawn lynch yeah. is in the trailer he's in this season yeah football world now no nope. he's just him he's, it's a scene with like aaron paul lena waith marshawn 
walking to do something. It's like a hallway? Yeah, he's got like a prominent role apparently in this. Mm -hmm. So, I mean. It's exciting. I remember when he didn't speak. I was going to say, the danger danger of getting myself in trouble in Seattle. Um, I've seen the Marmalade video, which was um, Macklemore and Lil Yachty. Yeah. And there's a small acting role (laughs) by one Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, it's great. I thought it was a great role. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like an actor to me. <laughs> uh, that was that was how many years ago? Four. Two? Yeah. Okay. So he's been taking acting classes. Since I mean, don't forget the um, the commercials after we lost the Super Bowl. They were on the yeah. beach, and like someone needed to pass a drink, and he's like, "No, give it to me. I'll just walk it over there." Yeah. <laughs> it was so great. Like there were a few of those. Um, he- I trust the people at HBO <laughs> to not put him in something and. At least not make him look good. Wait, you trust the people at HBO? Yeah, yeah for sure. I mean, I agree. Westworld's not like some skimpy little show. Like, nor was Game of Thrones. And they put Ed Sheeran in, and he did fine. They put who in it? Ed Sheeran. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> they fine. also put some coffee in. <laughs> yeah, but that's they were oh, they were like that was an oversight. Yeah, they were like an FU mode at that point. But yeah, I, I trust them. But it looks it looks fun. They were in what mode? FU mode. Oh, they got to have Disney money apparently. They were like, oh, we're leaving. Hmm. The, the 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 writers the creators and so stuff seemed sloppy towards the end. Huh. I Which didn't. I didn't hear about funny that. Funny because the most Makes recent sense. Star Wars movie seems a little sloppy, <clears throat> and they left to make Star Wars movies. And something yeah. I'm going to talk about was very sloppy next but, week. But yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, that was. I'm excited to see it. To see it, and also wwe wrestler sasha banks who i love is supposed to be in the Mandalorian season two, which apparently they they finished filming already. Yay. That's so, exciting. Yeah. Oh, sticking with WWE news, The Rock's daughter is officially joining. She yes, yeah, I saw a picture of her with all these other wrestlers. <laughs> so you know fun. What? It was good for her. Speaking of The Rock, um, I went to an event. I, I went to a wrestling tournament, and as I walked in, I was wearing the. Um, oh, you were wearing a white shirt. I was wearing shirt. that. Yeah, and the guy stopped me like at the uh, at the checkpoint the uh, metal detector and he was really excited when i mentioned that it was polynesian shirt and that you were samoan and he wanted to talk about the rock and um Aww. yeah yeah this was like a high school state championships right that you yep. went to we're at um tacoma dome tacoma dome wow so the thing is, Kenan gets asked a lot if he's Samoan. <laughs> I get asked a lot. <laughs> like most recently, was I, I it TSA? It. But like, the weird thing, security. yeah, <laughs> Not yeah. On me. the way back from Miami, I got asked. Like I get asked once or twice a well, once a month almost, something like that. Mm. But like if I was married to anybody else, it would be a super random question. But now it's like, oh no, but my wife actually is. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Super funny. Um, okay, cool. So Westworld, when is it coming out? Uh, March 15th. Oh, soon. Soon, soon. I think 15th, yeah. We never finished the second season. Maybe that's something to get started on. Yes. Yeah? yeah. Should we? Was it Did good? you like the second season? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. We also need to watch John Wick 2. Those <laughs> are the things on the list for, for well, this You week. need to watch John Wick 2. I've seen it. Yeah, but you gotta watch it with me. Okay. We've started a thing. Cool. Any other news from you, Tim? That's it. That's it for me. Kenan, do you have any news? I have a piece of uh, slightly sad, not slightly, it's just, it's sad news. Mm -hmm. Um, So the inventor or the designer of the original um, Lego minifigure, the the movable one with the interchangeable parts has Mm -hmm. passed away. 
His oh. name was Jens Nygaard. Nygaard? N-Y-G-A-A-R-D. Mm-hmm. He passed away in um, in Denmark yeah. at the age of 78. That's young. That is young. Well, yeah, you can run for president. You can't. It's not you too can't. young. You're right. It's not too young. <laughs> well, that's too bad. Rest in peace and thank you so much for... Like that creation, right? We have so much fun with uh, exchanging heads and outfits. In fact, when we went to the Lego house in Denmark a couple <laughs> years ago, like they have all of these different like sections where you can do different stuff. And one of them was like making your own minifigures. And Ken and I spent, God, honey, like half of our time there was making those minifigures, wasn't it? Yeah, we spent a significant amount of time there. Yeah. Like it was so, oh, wow. it's just so much fun. I'm showing fun. them so the picture of the of the man. Um, he died in hospice care, and I think oh, he was um, he was suffering from ALS. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, he created that figure back in the 70s with the movable arms and legs. They had they had a different one that was, man, I don't know if you would even do you remember them? Um, the old style, uh, Tim. Do you remember the old style Lego figures where that didn't move? Yeah, they change. would have like a rotating head. Yes. And like kind of almost look like they were wearing a skirt sort of thing. Uh-huh. And they, they would, didn't their move. base was four by four. Let me see if I can find this for Shalia just real quick. Could you take them apart? No. But the heads moved. That that doesn't really sound like Lego. It's interesting. Early Lego. Yeah. It, it reminds me of like Duplo, in fact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. When you say um, their they're bottom well, like, here is you like go, a Shalia. Bi- four Here's- or two by two. Oh yeah, never seen that ever. Yeah, no you have. Arms. I you mean, aside from it? at the Lego house, because at the bottom of the Lego house, which we went, visited in Denmark, there is a timeline going all the way from when he was making uh, the founder was making just wooden toys until and then on to when he invented the actual like original Lego bricks, and all the way through to basically 2018. Is that when we were there? I don't know. We were at the one year anniversary of Lego house. So yeah, when that was no, we were before the one. You remember? Yeah, I, I, I wanted to get 18. there before it had turned one. Yeah, I think it was 2018. Um, that's unfortunate news. Well, he definitely had a major impact because I I guarantee you, like a half of the money that Lego makes is off of people trying to get individual figures. We buy a set just for like I think they strategically place characters based off of. How much maximizing how many sets you have to buy to get a whole set of figures. So I think hmm. he is very key to the profitability of. Oh, absolutely. Lego. Yeah. Cool. Rest right. in peace. Yes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Any other news? No? Did you have any? Nothing. Well, I guess news. Kenan, you said that this is like newsworthy. I'm not saying it's good or bad, but. Bernie Sanders has now won the popular vote in the first three yes. states. That's like a first time ever. It's first is that time right? ever. For either party, the first time a candidate has won the popular vote in the first three electoral states. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's news. No, not, not electoral states. Primary states. Primary, primary states. states. Primary states. Okay. Yeah. So that's interesting. That's um, fascinating. It's, it's cutting news for this week because we're recording on Sunday and it happened Saturday. Um, it okay. ties a little bit in, I think, to the beginning of this movie. Oh, yeah. Huh. Okay. Maybe. Escape from New York. Yep. Okay. So, what are you guys up to? What are you doing? Thinking about watching, reading? I finished um, something I think you'd appreciate. 
um, hunters on Amazon. We haven't started what is it. Hunters? Is it good? It's about zombie hunters. I mean, sorry, Nazi hunters. In the 1970s. Oh, is that on now? It's on. It now. Is. I think I saw I the trailer. It. I was really interested in that. I finished. You're gonna. You're gonna appreciate it. It's it's a straightforward. Uh, one of my favorite young actors, Logan Lerman, plays this, this young kid whose grandma uh, is murdered. It's in the trailer, so I'm not spoiling anything. And he he seeks for revenge, and then he's recruited by Al Pacino, who's like, "Hey, how? This is what happened. This is kind of what happened with your with your grandmother." And here's this team of people. How based on real life is this? We'll get there. Okay, because uh-huh. because remember, I okay. The reason why I ask is I watched that um, trailer about the uh, not trailer. I watched like a documentary series I, I talked about a few months back, and there was a guy who worked at a death camp, or they believed he did, and they put him on trial and yeah, all of that. Saw that. Yes, the um, neighbor next door. Or the, the, yeah, the it was the monster next door, something like that. Did you oh. end up seeing that? Yeah. Okay, so you remember that there was a congresswoman somewhere in there um, in like the 70s or 80s mm-hmm. who was a Jewish congresswoman who was like realizing that all of these Nazis had been let into the United States. And she started, I don't know what the agency was called, but like an agency basically to find Nazis that had escaped um, justice. So I'm wondering whether okay. or not this is tied to that. So this is a very fictional because it's very violent and very hyper-realized. However... In the show, they do these very hilarious kind of infomercials mm. that are like, this really happened. And it's about what you just said, which was like the U.S. government let a bunch of Nazis in and, and NASA and and all that. All that's in the show. And, they're, and they're, they're, what do they talk about? Uh, what's that show? There's some small town in Alabama. And they were like, yeah. It's a bunch of like German people thick accents uh-huh. saying, Welcome to Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, this actually happened. Like they brought a bunch from the Huntsville, Alabama after World War Two and to help with, the, with this rocket program and there were war criminals and they just let them in and no one seemed to care about it. I think I may have made this point and you uh, you might remember, but um in that documentary, The Monster Next Door or whatever that's called, um, they made the point that the US government was much more I don't know, lenient or, or favorable to allowing that to happen because, um, right wing Nazis are extremely anti communist. Yes. And that's the point. The that, thing that happened to making the show. Okay. They make that in the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because what happened right after the world, the end of World War II was the, be, the, yeah, the, the beginning War. of the Cold War. Yeah. And so anti leftist, anti Soviet, anti communist, whatever was, was the new conflict. So. Yeah, so yeah. they'd rather be sort of, you know... Rather have Nazis. The enemy is my enemy is my friend kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great because they really hit it on the head of, like, these things happen. And the way they do it is really comical. I'm going to be watching that. It's a great show. It was, as it was soon really as possible. Fun. Um, everyone's really good in it. Tiffany Boone, who we've discussed on here briefly about the the girl who was on The Shy and was getting harassed by Jason Mitchell. She, oh, this guy. Or that guy, yeah. She's in the show, and she's great. Like she's good in it. Like everyone's really fantastic in it. It's uh, it's fun. It's ten episodes, sort of in and out. Al Pacino's great in it. Do you think there's more than one season? For sure. Oh, okay, great. For sure. For I had sure. a question for you um, that I forgot to ask in news. Mm-hmm. But uh, the casting for Commissioner Gordon, yes, is Jeffrey Wright. You know that? I mean, I I know I've known it for a day or two now. Uh, Who yeah. is Jeffrey Wright? Jeffrey Wright, the actor. 
Um, what which he uh, played Peoples in the Shaft movie. He's in the Bond films. He's uh, that's Jeffrey Wright. Oh, I love him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. speaking of Westworld, got it. Yeah, Westworld. I mean, because the first <laughs> thing that came to my head was actually um, the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah. like that's that? not gonna help her. Yeah, no, who's good at that? Good. So yeah, yes, he's a good Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, that's a great pull. That's great. I, the rest of the when I looked at the rest of the cast, I'm actually I'm pretty positive on I, it. I like Paul Dano. Yeah, really. that's a good pull too. Yeah. It's well, exciting. Andy Circus, can he not look creepy? No. That's gonna be weird as Alfred. Yeah. I like. I love Black Panther, and he was like, "No, no, no! I really am putting out a mixtape. You want to hear it? Yeah. You want my SoundCloud? <laughs> no, please don't play me your mixtape. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, speaking of speaking of superhero films, where, quick, where did you hide the vibranium? Yeah. <laughs> quick side note is uh, black, so the Black Panther thing reminded me of what's been happening and what and what what happens oftentimes in these critic sort of film Twitter conversations, which is people saying that Black Panther was overrated and not that good of a movie. Oh my god, they're so wrong. Only only hyped because it was a di- quote unquote diversity film. These are conversations that people have. Yeah. The newest thing I've noticed is people absolutely trying to hammer anything with any sort of like strong female leads in it mm-hmm. so star wars there are people who have actual critiques. that's not the newest thing <laughs> but it's it's it's, it's been, something he's noticing it's something yeah, yeah, yeah. that's been happening you. in mass with the way the internet operates as we've now. been having more of what seems to be the precipitating event that there exists that, that there are women in these things but you're saying you're, you're noticing it more now oh, always pushed because back. i because i thought it's like always around back. uh the Force Awakens is when I remember that becoming an issue, but you're bringing it up more now because of because uh, of, of Birds of Prey, which is weird because Birds of Prey is. Sorry, Ernie, when are you going to be talking about? I'm going to talk of Prey? about Birds of Prey next week, but go ahead and say it's what fucking you're outstanding. Yeah, it is outstanding. It's a fun friends film. go watch it because we're going to talk okay. about it next week a little bit. I get, I know people who like eh, thought it was all right, and their concerns are valid. But what it's not is the worst film DC's ever Absolutely made. Absolutely not. It's, no, it, it also has not bombed at the box office, which are, which is a thing people are saying. And I and and I, and I take credit for that because I've been telling everybody that I see. Yeah, good job. Go and see this damn movie. Yeah, bop. <laughs> but the, the idea you say bop, bop, bop. It, bop. Didn't, it didn't bomb. It didn't make no. like all the money. Doolittle bombed. That's that's a of course bomb. Doolittle because it cost him like a hundred mil. Doolittle bomb. Birds of Prey made money. It you didn't know my, make all the money. Exactly. I feel like the problem it's, with Birds of Prey, if there is one, is they probably spent more money than they needed to on that movie. Possibly. They would have made more money, and I think they could have done just... I, I don't know where you cut the budget, but it was it like $90 million? What did I, mean, I don't know where they put the money. Like, I'm not sure exactly I think probably what. salaries may, may, might need yeah. to be... Well, and this, I know we're talking about now. I'm like, not mad at that. Women and getting paid, but like maybe all actors make too much money. <laughs> <laughs> but like that movie was so good and gritty and whatever and it wasn't based off of a bunch of uh special effects i feel like that's a lot of the money. money went into salaries that's a good thing i think there are a lot of actual actors you in had it. stars in it yeah and but if it if it, it re- if it impacts their ability to too. make more of them he's right it didn't bomb but like if it's like you know anyway if, i, I if, don't want to get into it, a salary conversation because right. it's it, a bunch of women as, as actors but in general if this was any other movie where it was more of a mixed cast as far as gender goes i still kind of feeling like the amount of money they're paying to actors might have like uh, ballooned a bit too much yeah so it's it's been funny to watch these 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 dudes on the internet these like one guy someone had posted a video of this guy about how terrible it was. So I was like, I, I said to myself, if I click on his page, his YouTube page, there's probably five videos about Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. And of course, there were six of them. But it's but it's all content for him to just 
rail against this film. Mm-hmm. Why why DC wants to get Margot Robbie out of the role? Now, and here's the thing: I can right now we can have a YouTube page and we can say rumored that that um pick an actor is playing Namor in Black Panther two. Mm-hmm. My sources tell me. I know. How someone. about let's go with the rumor that Batman's uh, emblem on his vest yeah. is the gun. What if it's Megan Fox is playing Namor in the right. Black Panther right. too? But, but, I, but, I can, but I can say I can say I can say whatever, right? We can both. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can say you know, you know, I've got, I've got a source that you know who's who knows some things down in Hollywood who told me it seems pretty credible, right? Mm-hmm. Now say say Namor is in Black Panther too. I'll never have to go on my page and retract it. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. thing. I never have to. Just this be is like, a larger thing within news and media and stuff like that. People don't get. There's not the accountability in retrospect. No, it's fine. You might get one or two right, but like in the end, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how often you go. You get things wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no one's gonna check you. So no. these guys just do it constantly. Awful? It's awful. And, and for a lot, and for me, I look at it and say I can do the math and be like, this is stupid. But for a lot of people, that's their source of entertainment news. Oh yeah, no, I mean I do That's the same. I do like, the same thing with like the po- the politics have turned out to be my sports slash my love and hip hop slash whatever. But even, even politics, <laughs> like like what was the guy the other day who made that comment about the the island of misfit black girls? The what now? <laughs> he was talking about Bernie not being not being very intersectional and saying that he surrounds himself with with a, with a an island of misfit black girls. And thinks that 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 matters. Now, the point he's making it's better is better than play a Getty image of black people to say that you. Right. But the, the, <laughs> and turns out that they're but, not American not, butters. Now, now they're listen. in Africa. Now here's the problem. <laughs> now, now here's the problem. The that's point, not Bernie's. That's somebody else's. The point he's trying to make is he feels that Bernie isn't very intersectional and surrounding himself by women of color isn't helping. That is, if that's your critique of him, that's fine. But instead of just saying that, he gets extra spicy because that's going to be the soundbite. And so it, it ends up dismissing an entire conversation, and it, and it bees about, and it's about this thing, yeah. which is something we constantly see in politics, we see it in sports, and we see it with film because people need content to drive whatever it is they're doing. So they write these really catchy headlines and these these splashy things. It's like that's not like you know what the conversation is about Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey did all right at the box office. It's a fun movie. That's really, but that's not it, gonna no one's okay. gonna click on that. <laughs> you know, what well, I mean? it, it should be more than that because it's it's really. Guys, guys, it's a fun like movie. out of all of movie. these DC movies, starting with Batman Begins, it's in the top five. It's one of my favorites that, that they've done. Yeah, the is fighting, that- the, the combat is amazing. Now, oh, this was gonna say, and here's the weird thing about these people complaining about oh, them, oh, you want to push some women's agenda or something the like that? Feminist agenda, yeah, right. Oh, buddy, um, <laughs> Harley Quinn. Has been massively popular since she came out in like 1992. With the Batman animated series. In Batman the animated series, she was introduced in Batman the animated series, which is an amazing series already. And she went from that because she was so she was supposed to be a one off. A one off, yeah. She was popular, so she stayed in. And then they brought her over to the comics, and she's been wildly popular since then. As popular, I would say, in some ways, as the Joker, yeah. without even needing to, to lean on the sex appeal thing, because in certain of her outfits, especially her original one, where she looks like a court jester, mm-hmm. like she's just like a lot of energy, a really great character, and crazy, and crazy, and crazy. So she's already like like the idea that that oh you're pushing this 
Okay. Anyways, I, I'm yeah. clearly now, making my point. It's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> they but made a good movie with one of the most popular characters. She's more co- popular than Green Lantern for sure. Yeah. Right. It's odd. It's odd. That it's gonna come up again when there's a when there's a new person of color film or a female led film. That's it's gonna right. happen again. Where people, Do you know what I'm- people say? Oh, this is whatever. It's not that good. So my dream one now, Shalia. Because Celia bought me these comics for one of our anniversaries, is Power Girl. Uh, it's Harley Quinn and Power Girl. That would be fair. It's a short. It was a short series in which Power Girl, who people may not know, is like an alternate version of Supergirl, mm-hmm. um, who who has a big cutout showing her chest, but they don't have to do that. But no, they don't have to do that. Um, she like gets amnesia, and somehow um, Harley Quinn convinces her that they're actually like. Buddies, best friends, best friends <laughs> and they go off on this wild galactic adventure or something like that. That is what DC should be doing is these kind of stand, not fully standalone, but not the, the Marvel. Everything is so interconnected. That's hard to do. Mm-hmm. It is. And that's not wor- like it's not working. They tried it. And it no, no, no. Uh, working wasn't the word I was going to use, but it's, but it's like, yeah, it's limiting. It's limiting and also freeing, but make your own lane. Do something else. They should. I hope that... It, here's, here's my real frustration with them is after Wonder Woman 84, what's their next thing? Aquaman. 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Do they could get a good Green Lantern like core movie? Yeah, they need to. They need to have like a better calendar of like this is what's coming. Like Marvel has all their... We know what... Here's what's coming out in this phase. I don't We're think they should. All of these movies. Wait, so but- I'm disagreeing with you because um, that would be them t- trying to copy a playbook that they've clearly not good I don't at. mean copy the playbook. I mean just having a calendar of like these films. Are, we're working on these projects. No. Maybe not. Maybe just not n- not try to do any of that. When you have something, go ahead and make it. But trying to plan this stuff out f- uh, in advance and tell everybody about it, maybe that's not their Here's lane. The, but they're already doing it. Like, oh, we're doing a Black Adam film. We signed on The Rock. But we have no idea when this movie's coming. That's the thing they run to. They do these kind of things. Oh, we're doing this movie, but we don't know when it's What would they get out of having that calendar, I guess, my question. Excitement. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited excited. about most of the stuff that they're doing, despite me not being interested in a lot of those characters innately. That's the other thing, though, actually, is like letting people know, because not everyone is up to speed on comic books and doesn't necessarily do that. But like when I know, like Harley Quinn was going to be in Suicide Squad. And so that's when I started getting familiar with her was like, oh, here's a character. Kendon's excited. Who is this person? Cousin Sinai likes her, too. Let me yeah. read some comics. Mm-hmm. So, like, that is part of it. Is like, and I got you that Captain Marvel get... when when they announced uh-huh, that, that was exactly. getting made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I get excited, and then by the time it comes out, I am familiar with the characters too. But those are announcements as a far as opposed to calendars. So mm-hmm. I'm cu- maybe you're saying the same thing. I'm just curious why you would think having that sort of it just seems like a mechanical thing, like too formulaic to have yeah. a calendar coming up. I think it's just a plan. What's your plan? Like, I like that. <laughs> What? What's happening? What's happening over on that side of the table? Okay, so anything else you're doing, Tim? That's it. <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and segue into what I've been doing, and that is Birds of Prey. So Kenan and I went to see it um, on our 18-year-old anniversary. That's right. Um, so we actually Move have... to do. You're already 18. Yeah, Shalia got me go a singing it, go card. Go- <laughs> yep, it was our 18th anniversary. You should be super psyched. This one's not worth the wait. 
the lyrics to the song are on the back of the card. 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, 18, yeah. They actually say 18 more more times than is on the back of the card. Um. So, yeah, that's our... Uh, <laughs> we celebrate our anniversary by going and hanging out with a friend of the uh, show, Josh, mm-hmm. and his lovely wife, Ashley, and we went to go see Birds of Prey. And it was really fun. So, like, I'm not going to say this is a well... I'm not going to say it's a good movie necessarily, but I'm going to say I'm like to. it's awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah, it's fun. Well, no, no, it's, it's a fun. good movie. It's like it's worth seeing. Like I was excited to be in the theater. I didn't like often lately I'm in the theater and I'm like, mm, I'm ready to go home now. <laughs> that was That's enough. I'm good. It was a very nonlinear story the way they told it. I liked sort of and that was and fine. It's like fun. It's kind of like Harley Quinn that she's kind of all over the place. Yes. It's like I know how crazy this character is. And so whatever is going to happen in this movie, because she isn't she she is the storyteller. That's the yeah. narrator point of view. I'm watching this through like, it kind OK, of, I'm it, along for the ride and it was fun. So it kind of makes me wonder a little bit about the origin of the Joker not like whatever joker but just generically because we know that she was a psychiatrist yes and it comes up multiple times because she she have a piece she at least has a master's she might have a phd she does she like she's like oh i'm like i'm really smart and like i can read people i like she that comes up a few times and it's like i'm not a dumb broad or whatever yeah she breaks that guy's legs yeah she's like i'm not dumb dumb. i have a phd yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the little girl looking up to her and like. Oh yeah, that was great. So um. Wait, uh, Tim, do you know if does that little girl become like a costumed character or just like is she in the comics? Do you yeah. Know? Well, yeah, she uh, becomes like one of the Batgirls. Something. Okay, but I don't that's know if that's awesome. gonna actually happen. Right, right, right. But no, she's good. Yeah, it was well done. There's a great Harley Quinn animated series on DC Universe. That's really funny. Yes, we've watched some of it. Speaking of animation, it's pretty great. Speaking of animation, they have the only times I, I think the Joker shows up is in like an animated form. Right? No, he shows up when they're showing him getting tattooed. The guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. She's like, I didn't do that. She was like, Yeah, but you dared him to. You told him to. Look at oh man. So this movie has a lot of the things that were good from Suicide Squad. Oh, all right. Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Where they'll, yes. they'll, there's like just the more car- the in joke. Well, like so, the whole thing of it'll say who it, somebody will come and try to attack her, or is mad, is yelling at her, and it'll stop and it'll say, "This is the person's name. This is their grievance." It reminds me of like yeah. Guy Ritchie doing kind of stuff. Yeah, it's stuff got like some that of that, too. and you've got the the like, um, you're right, the non-linear stereotype. It just came across when I like. There's comic book mo- superhero movies, and there's comic book movies, and I'm starting to see that they're not. Always yes, overlapping, yes, yes, and this yes. had a lot of comic book to it because a good comic book, one panel can be something like dedicated just to telling you who somebody is, or just yeah. to something that happened three issues ago. A backstory, yeah, a and, flashback. It, and it doesn't have to be, yeah, and it doesn't have to be in like normal movie form. It can be, yeah, a panel that just like you're reading one square, and then you go to the next one, and you're back in time and yep. doing this thing, and then you're back. Like, there's no real rules. And in I, that sense, I, I know there's some. I've, I've read some reviews where they complained about the nonlinearity, mm. which you know it's it's, uh, it's everybody's cup of tea. But like, if you're coming to a comic book movie, you should be open minded, especially about her. <laughs> Although it's not, it called Harley Quinn. It's called Birds of Prey. Birds, yeah. Um, and the fantabulous. It's in the, the emancipation, emancipation of one fantabulous. Yeah, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinnzel. And I like um, Black Mask. He was really and that good. was the other thing I wanted. So here's the thing: you, not you just Black Mask. About that. And oh, he was great. So he was great. But 
Uh, he was not by far. He was not my favorite. Oh, like, he cracked me up. Like, I liked Black him Canary plus was Zazz. great. Huntress was hilarious. Huntress was funny. Toya didn't really do it for me, but I liked that they they all of her words were um, based on eighties detectives. So yeah. I was like, okay, that's good. All right, I can just kind of like that. It's not her fault like, that she, she always talks like, like that. This? Yeah. <laughs> But, like, they were amazing. So, because I know, Kendon, you kind of cringed the other day when you were like, I'm excited to see it because I want to go see Black Mask. And it's like, okay, but you could also be excited to see all these female characters. Um, but I'm always excited to see uh, Ewan McGregor. Villain, <laughs> well, uh, and Harley Quinn. And I don't know the other two characters that well, but I know Black Mask. Yeah. yeah. And I know you. I, I, I know Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you know Ewan McGregor. Yeah. And but, he's going to be fun no matter what. So, the guy who plays Zaz. He's good. Yeah. Yeah, but I remember from like the newsroom and from like the Mindy pro. Yeah, he's Mindy pretty. Feeling. Huh? <laughs> he's usually pretty. <laughs> yeah. So the, I, I like them as a pair, like like playing off of each other. That was. They were insane. Yeah. The whole thing was great. Um. So I highly recommend it. Uh. One thing that I've like I've heard a couple of reviews of it, and one thing I haven't heard anyone talk about yet is Bruce her hyena, who is. Awesome. Named after a hunky Bruce Wayne. And yes, and it makes sense. And okay, so she's supposed to end up with two. So she's supposed to have so two. So she'll end up with another one at some mm-hmm. point. And like, yes, that's already in the comic. But like the way they had it in real life, her like just because the hyenas are cats. Like that's the closest. Mm, they're yes, they're they're closer to cats than they are to dogs. Like evolutionarily. Yeah. So like she and she's treating it like a cat and kind of like a dog. But like it's just so cool. Like I I thought that was she really fed well him done. A human. I really enjoyed it. She, she fed him a human no, leg. An arm. I don't think it was a whole. Yeah, it was human. like a limb, right? So he's still yeah. alive. Yeah, maybe. Because well, he he was in a wheelchair. No, it's no, that's guy. another guy. That was the guy who oh, was... jumped on his knees. <laughs> yeah, I think the grievance no, it, the it said for that was like brother. fed fed brother's arm to a hyena to Bruce. Yeah, but so you remember what great. you were really happy to hear? In the no. comics, she released them from the zoo. Oh, she yeah. saved them or whatever from the zoo. I loved that, um, and I loved her outfits. Were very fun. Um, like that one coat that's like made out of like recycled material, mm-hmm. like caution tape, but like psychedelic, not psychedelic. Uh, what's like, it looks like a rainbow. What's iridescent. Like, iridescent. Yeah. 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 It was so much fun. The, Loved it. The ongoing sandwich joke. Uh, it sa- made me like, I had to go to the bathroom partway through and it made me like walk a little tougher. Oh, <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> it pumped me up. It was and really, really All of really the fight good. scenes. It was really fun. So, Yeah. That's what I've been up to. And then also tying into Escape from New York, Tiala, little sister Tiala, escaped Escaped from New New York. York, Escaped from New York this week. She randomly found out she had a couple extra days off. And so she made a surprise trip to uh, visit us. And so I spent the last half a week since Tuesday basically spending most of my time in Gig Harbor, which has been wonderful family time. Super fun. Getting to watch lots of movies like Mm. Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. What is that? Uh... With the one with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Um, I will say I'm glad I saw it after I had seen the documentary mm-hmm. and after we had done our episode where we had watched a couple of mm-hmm. real life episodes because it, it was, I think it was funner that way where I'm like, actually, I just watched this episode yeah. <laughs> like, uh, in real life and now we're t- I'm seeing it wait, did they, in the movie. In, in the movie, did they do some of the episodes? Do you episodes? remember the yeah. friend board where he's like, let me show you my friend and like opens it up? Yeah. So I don't That's know if he there. did that multiple times, but that is in there. It's ah. really funny. Um, I thought you were going to say it was the, the photo developing. Um, well, here's the thing. They do go into a ma- magazine making. Huh area and they're like here's the guy who puts the big roll of paper in the machine 
So I want to go find that episode and watch it. If it's um, real. The scene where they sing to him on the train was touching. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. So really liked How'd that. You watch we that? watched Runaway Bride, Redbox. Uh, Runaway uh, Bride is a classic. Runaway Bride was pretty fun. Now my um let's see. We said watched Sing and Kids movies. What the kids movie sing? Yeah. Yep. Kids movie sing. We got that over Zootopia because we were about to watch Zootopia. How uh, does the koala in that not have an Australian accent? It's a good question. Because it's Matthew McConaughey. I was I, I I felt a bit away about how the red pandas all had stereotypically Asian accents. 18, 18, 18, 18. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that's what they could be singing. <laughs> they were. like They were doing like, were they doing K- like J-pop, K-pop, something like that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Anyway, lots of kids shows and it was a fun week. Kenan, what are you up to? So, in addition to the things I've been doing with you, yeah. Um, Tim very kindly took me to see, to the screening of Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I am now show. allowed to talk about. <laughs> yes. You've done a very good job keeping your secret. Secret? Not secret. Embargo. Embargo. It's so Following good. Following the rules. Yeah. It's so good. Kids of the 90s. Nin- wait, was it kids from the 90s would know. But Sonic the Hedgehog is really, really good. It's I fun. mean, first of all, it's like the like triumphant return of Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Um, he's yeah, hilarious. We haven't seen him in much lately, we have we? Mm-mm. He either went off the deep end or just pretended like he did. I'm not quite sure which yeah. one really happened. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, he had like a video where he was talking about what, Blake Lively. I don't remember any of that. Yeah. Anyways, um, I don't know. He was gone for a while. Was he canceled or was he taking no. his own? Break? No, no, he okay. was just taking some sort of break. Kind of like, did we talk about Rick Moranis last time? He's we did. Back. Who's coming back? Did we talk about that? No, he's coming back. Like we just did Spaceballs last week, and then turns out Rick Moranis is back. He's back. Yeah, that's exciting. Rick Moranis had left because his. Uh, his wife had passed away, so he wanted to help raise his kids. Um, and now that that's, you know, now he's his done kids that. Are, have been raised. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it is sad because, like, apparently he's going to be playing the dad again in Honey I Shrunk the Kids, and it's like it sounds like the wife died in that movie, yeah. like similar to Lifetime line, which is unfortunate. And then also that actor who played the wife also died. Cancer yeah. sucks, and I hate it so much. Yeah, so just put that out there. It's my super villain. Okay. So So we're gonna take a moment before I get exuberant again. Okay, back to Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Tim, hmm? I think maybe I liked it significantly more than you did, but you seem to like it plenty enough. I did. I I am almost because maybe it's a surprise, I was this close to giving it like five stars. Okay. It's not, and I can tell it's not quite a five star movie. What did you? You, you, you it felt like a positive movie watching it. I felt, yeah, while I was you know watching what? That's it. That's important because Sometimes. it was. That's all that matters. Yeah. Maybe like, on a second, I would give it a second watch, but but why? But why yeah. to pick something apart? Because it did exactly what it should. First of all, I don't really. I, I had to look back at what, the way Sonic looked before. He had like more teeth. He looked weird before mm-hmm. they remade him. Um, this was uh, an, a whole internet thing months ago when they first showed. The Sonic trailer, and people are like, he looks creepy. Anyways, they fixed it. It looks fine. Um, it's got Cyclops in it. Um, what's this actor's name? Why am I? Uh, Maddinson? James, James Madison? Marston. Um, and his wife in the show is named what? Tika Sumter. Tika Sumter. She's amazing. And also, it's just a straight up uh, 
mixed race couple in like a rural place in like Montana, Montana mm-hmm. and it's not at all mentioned or anything like that, which is great. Um, and she's a veterinarian, <laughs> which mm-hmm. also plays into the because <laughs> they have raccoons that are like eating their trash. We know veterans, veterinarians in uh, Montana. We do. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. didn't have to remind but you not about for that raccoons later. eating trash. That's kind of funny. Um, so Sonic the Hedgehog, it's really, really good. Um, it has all of the elements that it really. It's like the Lego. It's like the Lego Movie in that it really knows and respects its source material mm-hmm. and and mines it for in the best way to get the best entertainment out of the music. Pops up just at the right time. The right sort of music pops up at the right time. All of. Um, Jim Carrey as playing Dr. Robotnik, all of his gadgets or his like robots, whatever, um, his drones, drones replicate what it was like to fight that him as a boss in Sonic the Hedgehog. And then, um, even how they defeat him is reminiscent of what happens in the game. Yep. And then, which is not a spoiler for anyone who didn't play the game. <laughs> right. And if you're wondering why he looks the way he does, even that gets answered in a very satisfactory way. Cool. So you're recommending it. Yeah. Go see that movie. Cool. I'm on too. Save for the post-credit scenes. Yes. Ooh, okay. We'll do. Anything else you're up to, Gendam? Did uh, you want to share? Uh, nothing else. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, there's one thing I will be watching. What's that? Thundercats Ho apparently, or Thundercats Roar apparently has been released and I'm not hearing good things, but I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Yikes. Okay, so yeah, to be to be determined. To be determined. are you you're you're withholding judgment? I hope until you sure. See it. I mean, it's you know these things don't actually erase your childhood. Turns out, so that old goofy show that I grew up with still exists. Okay, uh, so going a little bit back to news as we segue into our topic for the day, other news. Which we found out after we decided this was our topic. So the t- today's topic, Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. News, they're rebooting it. <laughs> they're yes. remaking it. They yeah. want to They cast. are? Yeah. Yes. They worked on it for a while. Yeah. And like, oh, I was, I was wondering if that's why Kendon suggested this movie. No, this is an ongoing thing for the last year. I might be the new Nostradamus. Or you might just not realize you're being... What is no, that no, like? I hear messaging this too, and you, you just get, don't know The messaging is getting to you. Although Shalia has been playing Slash Film Daily... In the morning. Oh my gosh! What if it's like you're incepting? just asleep and you don't know? Yeah, because that's Sasha and Daddy is how I knew they were remaking it. It's <laughs> like, is that why, Kendon? Maybe you didn't realize that you were listening. You heard but it. Rather in our than dreams. rather than or your dream. rebuilding or uh, remaking it, I really would have appreciated if they make another location. Escape they, from Escape they from Miami. Done that, no, though. so they did Escape from L.A. Did they do another escape? I think they're ready for a, a reboot. I think I think it works. Like, what now? Thirty years later, is, is it going to look like? And they're talking about casting his son, which is fun too. And I like the idea of it being his son in a remake versus his son in a thirty years later sequel because that's not as fun. But are you guys ready to talk about it? Uh, really quickly, Dad, did we talk about High Fidelity? We did not. Really quickly, I saw it. It's a Hulu show. High Fidelity based on the movie starring Zoe Kravitz. It was funny because her mom was in the movie back in 2000. She plays Rob. It's great. It's 10 episodes. Is it good? It's not super rom-com. Is it out already? It's out now on Hulu. It is fantastic. Like, I realized that I've never seen Zoe Kravitz as a lead in anything. What? And she's a lead in this thing. I thought is this was the a movie John Cusack about- movie. It is. But the show is based on the movie. 
And it and it's it, always the, the main lead. character is her. It's her. That's cool. And it's great. What's the original movie about? Uh, this guy who works at a record store, and he's talking about these women he's dated, and he's got this woman who's sort of they've sort of fallen out, and he's trying to get back with her. Okay. And meanwhile, he's talking about his sort of like going down a list of like I dated this, and number three is so and so, and I dated this person. It's got all this music stuff in it, but this is this story sort of stretched out over ten episodes, and it's it is fantastic. I love Ooh, that show. Now, who's the record shop? She owns, she owns a record shop. Oh, she is the person. Okay, she's it. Got she's it. the main person. I like it. It's great. Okay. And she's so good in it. She's gorgeous. And she's fantastic. In it. And Catwoman. And she's Catwoman. Even better. So good for so if you if you're into that watch it. You'll watch the first episode and sort of be hooked on it. It's cool. great. Alright, I'm excited to start it. How many episodes? Ten. Okay. Okay, doable. Yeah, okay. I watched them like Valentine's Day and like finished it the next morning. Yeah, okay. Man, that was a long weekend. We totally could have. <laughs> you done wanted it. to spend all Valentine's Day with, with Zoe, Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. Yeah, that's who were your Valentine's? My days, dream. Tim? I was say, what does Tessa have to say about this? <laughs> nah, that's a whole other. Oh man! <laughs> Don't forget about Logan. Yeah. Um, okay. Love her. So, you guys ready to talk about Escape? Escape from New York, York 1981. John Carpenter's Escape from New York: The High Adventure of the Future. One man must go in where no man has ever gotten out. Directed by the one and only John Carpenter, starring Kurt Russell, Lee Van Cleef, Ernest Borgheim, Donald Pleasance, Isaac Hayes hey. as the Duke, Susan Hubley, and Harry Dean Stanton. And music by... Who does the music? John Carpenter. John Carpenter. Wow. Dun, 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 and a voice dun, from dun, 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 Jamie Lee Curtis. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, really? She voices like the voice on a computer that's that's talking oh. about. Uh, yeah, she's talking about like uh, what's happening around the base. That's Jamie Lee yeah. voice. I think because I didn't even recognize it. A mix of budget reasons and him not people not making the music necessarily that sounds like what he's hearing in his mind. Right. He has done the music for a lot. So he, I think he also did the music for Halloween and maybe also for the thing, but I can't remember. So is this the first time you've either of you have seen this film? This yes. One? Yeah. No. This is this was my first time. Wow, I've seen it before, but it's been a while. It starts really slow. Yeah. Um, it stays really slow. My note here is so slow. <laughs> <laughs> it starts really slow. It do you want to do you want to really give us the synopsis of this? What is this um, I think it would be better about? for you because I wander all over the place. But all right, so I, I do have a mention about yes. this speed, but this is a really strong influence on a major video game series called Metal Gear Solid. Yes. And the speed of this plays out like a Metal Gear Solid game with a lot of moving around, meeting the next person, moving mm-hmm. slowly, yep. not balls to the wall action like um, shoot em up games. Like a shoot em up game. Yeah. So I'll talk For about sure. that later more. Okay. All right. So we've what got is this about? in the future of 1997, Manhattan is Hold basically on. in the future of 1988. First of all, yeah, is when all of the crime shoots up 400 percent. Yeah, 400 percent. I feel like that war on crime didn't really work. Uh, it's so 1997. Manhattan is basically a prison. And you, once you go in, you don't get out. It's, it's mm-hmm. walled off. They've got security outside the prison. I am going to ask us about the population of that prison. That's something I want to ask about, but I'm not going to do so it now. the president's Air Force One crashes in there. It's hijacked. It's hijacked and crashed in there. And so, by, a by a terrorist. And it runs into a building. I mean, not any building. Did it run into the building? World Trade Center. Yeah. 
I don't, no, I don't know if it ran to the World Trade okay, Center. Okay, just the ball that the president's in. Yeah. Still foreshadowing a little or influential. Maybe that. They literally say the sentence, you're going to have to land on top of the World Trade Center. It's the only thing left that you can land on. Yes. Oh, sorry. So, so in 1997, that still would have been true. Yes. So the government sends in Snake, played by Kurt Russell. Snake! To find yep. him. The president has a tracker on him. So he goes to find him, but realizes that he's not with the tracker. Can you help me with this real quick? Yeah. Had he just been arrested? Yes. Uh, so apparently there was a scene previously where he gets arrested for robbing a bank, but they edited out the yep. film because it didn't make that sense. That is ridiculous. It's supposed to be robbing a bank. So he had never been inside of this prison. Because okay. that was the thing. They like yeah, they introduce him. We're introdu- before the plane is even hijacked Introduced that we know him. of. They introduce us to him entering this prison mm-hmm. be- as a prisoner, but then they pull him out to help them with mm-hmm. the situation. Wait, well, that would indicate he was inside of the prison for some. No, he's going. He's, he's entering. He's, he's like I think he's supposed to. Remember, they get, were like, get, follow the orange line. Yeah, and he's if supposed you to deviate, go. We'll shoot you, yeah. and if you so die he, here, we will cremate you. Maybe because I already knew what was happening or what the plot of the movie was. I thought they were pulling him out. That was them walking him out mm-hmm. so that they could talk about because he okay. didn't know anything about the politics of the prison when you get there. Like, it's all new to him. Okay. 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 Yeah. The you know when he's like who to go see and all that like he doesn't know anything about that makes a lot more sense because I was like how long have you been here dude like, yeah you just got here wait you haven't heard of the Duke yeah so all the Duke and all that and where to go and like you know when they talk about what street to drive down that one street mm-hmm. is just full of people like he doesn't know anything <gasps> that wait the bank that he was robbing is that the one that the brain left him at yes no so that four years ago and it took him that long to end up in prison maybe not or maybe not maybe bank. they were just a, like like a robbery crew yeah. Okay. So he, well, he's injected with something very Suicide Squad-ish that he has to return in, how much time does he have? 23 hours? He has 24 hours. hours. No, he doesn't have 24. They say, tw- I thought no, they no, said they 24. No, no, they have 24 but from the, the point where they put it in his neck. Yeah. And then they dick around for another like five hours before he gets to start his mission. So he doesn't have that much time, but he has to, he has a, a, a nice little Apple Watch that's counting down and he has to make it back before. He says little. Yeah. That these things like what are they what are they supposed to do to him like oh they blow, just, up. blow up his arteries so he's got to find the president why it's you know, why is it necessary to stop him from trying to escape yeah. or, or just not or not fulfilling the mission <laughs> to hang out in New York I mean yeah <laughs> well hey you got to you have to fulfill the mission because you have to come back to first to save you it's a motivating you factor to, yeah a motivating factor yeah so I'm he's, really he's now friends. oh wait because remember. He they need to they trying to get the president to something in time. So he can't be like, Oh, my plan is to get the president in a week. I'm really gonna set up like a long they have a conference or a, what a, that yeah. they need to get the president. Which we to. see at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So he 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 finds out that this guy who sort of runs this section of Manhattan is called the Duke, played by Isaac Hayes. So he's gotta sort of parlay with try to get him from the Duke. And get him to the extraction point. They had to go back to the World Trade Center and get back out. Have you ever seen The Warriors? Yes, love that movie. Is this? I, I've, I'm only aware of The Warriors. Is this got aspects of that? No, The Warriors essentially them. They're trying to make it. They get they get uh, accused of killing Cyrus, and so someone had killed them, and then they they blame the Warriors. So all the gangs in New York are trying to kill them. Because Romero seemed like a character from that sort of like. Like a weird gang, sort of overly 
over over characterized sort of. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Okay. Um, and the, it's like a blasted out New York, essentially. Yeah, it's just gutted out. And also, it, it's this is eighty one, right? So we're on the heels of Watergate, we're on the heels of the Pentagon Papers. So there's this mistrust for government. So it comes across in this film where the government isn't looked upon as like the heroes. They're these untrustworthy, slimy, conniving group of people mm-hmm. who was, are willing to kill anyone. Is it directly stated influence John Carpenter like the the distrust coming after Watergate? Yeah. Um. But you um. And this would have also been 1981. Yeah. 1981. This is probably like made. They say it's a future. The, probably but. created during 1980, which would have been the Reagan, um, Reagan Carter, I want to say, yeah. um, election. Right. Mm, Carter so, is sev- Iran is 79. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So th- the idea that crime over the next decade was going to explode by 400% wasn't crazy. Especially New York. In New York, yeah. No, that was like in the zeitgeist, right? Cities are falling apart. Like, you know, it's going to turn into a wasteland. Mad Max sort of things yeah. are coming out at the same time. The future is bleak. So, like, Blade you got to think of the political. Yeah, yeah I just, I'm appreciating your, what you're talking about. The, what was the political yeah. um, environment that this sort of thing was being made in? Like, and, was, and what yeah. is it pushing against? Like, John Carpenter deciding to make this. It's like identifying like yeah we don't trust government we don't trust you and even in the situation where we should trust you you're not trustworthy and that plays out the end of the film where he clearly doesn't trust them and yes he does his own thing i'm Mm -hmm. seeing like a connection like what is it things often will make like new york cut off for one reason or another and it's what are you scared of like at that time you're scared of crime urban crime yeah and i'm thinking of a movie we like to bring up the siege right islamic terrorism bridges 21 Bridges now, cop killing or or something like that. But I'm also thinking of like maybe uh, bioterrorism or some sort of biological like outbreak. The Walking Dead or something. Or yeah. Corona too. All of these reasons why Manhattan is constantly being like cordoned off yeah. for one reason or another. Yeah. There's very much a video game setup too where like. Yes. With bosses and with bosses and, and levels. The crazy Lots. people and you got to get from point A to point B. You get somewhere and it's not there. So you got to find out where it is. Um, you got other weird people giving you clues about what to do, and you're teamed up with someone who's not trustworthy, who sort of sets you up. This is essentially the perfect – like, we're just to change our format a little bit, this is so carbon copied in a lot of ways with the Metal Gear Solid series that everything you're saying right now, the distrust of the government um, – just the layout, the, the layout of the plot of this movie, right? You get dropped in as a single individual – in this crazy situation with all of these like over the top characters, and your guy is kind of over the top if you think about it. Uh-huh. But he Did you also remember se- those pants. Yes, those. But he pants. seems he seems tame compared to all of the like like Romero is. He was just like <sighs> like multiple times, and then the the big old guy that he has to to get into the into the ring and fight with a baseball yeah. bat and spiked like, bats spiked bats and like a, a shield made out of trash cans yeah and mm-hmm. of course you've got to save like a, a specific politician in the first metal gear solid it's like the the one of the heads of darpa which is the defense advanced research project well and i mean to be clear metal gear solid is specifically influenced by this like by this. The, the people who made it were like yeah we like this movie 
The character's We're name is following. Snake. Yeah. yeah like His this last name is Pliskin. A mistake or coincidence. It's on purpose. Right. And he has an eye patch. He looks just like, well, not exactly like Kurt Russell, but 90% like Kurt Russell. Um, and, and I say that because I'm as I was watching this, because I had never seen it, I was like, wow, this is really familiar. Yeah. It's Have very you played familiar. any of those games before? Uh, Metal Gear? Yeah. 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 The first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Back to the plot. Yeah, so he ends up. It's a, he needs to get a cassette tape from the president. Yeah, out. a cassette tape. A cassette, which is so funny now. <laughs> what did you say it would be now for that? Oh, it would be a thumb drive that. Yeah, yeah, that we don't believe is the only copy. Yeah, that was the thing, so, like an end joke for me and Shalio. Like, it was something where somebody had some compromising pictures, and they were just yelling the whole time, "The thumb drive, the thumb drive!" And I was like, "You, dude, they copied the thumb drive two days ago." Because I would. Because I would. <laughs> because I got it from something yeah, else. So like you don't, like, it, it doesn't yeah. just and this is like start on a thumb drive. Eight years ago. So now the joke on top of that is this been uploaded to the cloud already. It's been on the cloud. Yeah. All right. So what did you guys like about this film? You said Everything. it was slow. What? Everything? Everything. I liked that it was clearly influenced and influenced for Pimp My Ride, where they had <laughs> chandelier headlamps. And little John, that right? Was hilarious. He kind of reminded me of little John, sort of, except for he wasn't as loud. Sure, but pimp my ride. The chandelier headlights made me laugh hard, and I liked the Duke's outfit completely. Like yeah. I was just like, "This is perfect." He's wearing jeans, but he this shiny biz- gauntlets. Yes, and his jacket, like military jacket. <laughs> it just, I liked his outfit. I thought it was fun. What you guys like about it? So this was low budget. Yeah, this was was made on six hundred or six million dollars, right? Yeah, and um, Filming all of the Lewis. top. So this reminded me of so many. Now, if I move away from Metal Gear Solid, so many. I can see the DNA that this is the DNA for modern action movies, right? You got the tough, gritty guy, and all of these different sorts of um, technology, but it all is like bleep bloops and oversized boxes. So it reminds it's the very long B, antenna, the so super like, long antennas. <laughs> so it's very B movie, but I can see like the, the the scenes play out just the same. It's like this is this high tech thing that you're gonna have. This is this you fly in on this on Which this glider, all of this fun. stuff, right? And now it'd be I, like I think of something like uh, the Fast and the Furious or Hobbs and Shaw, and everything is like super slick and and CG, but like looks super real. But it's the exact same scenes or mm-hmm. or like Bond. Which actually may have influenced this, right? It's like, this is the weapon you're going to get. This is this. This is this. Um, I really liked the glider when he goes in. Um, and when he first walks into the building, then you see the guy who's like sneaking around. It's like, da, da, da. That was so stupid. It, I know. The music it's changes. Fun. It's like the shadow goes. Oh, my goodness. Tim, what did you like? Uh, I like the ending of it. Yeah. Like when they're making their run to get the president out. And like the one dude blows up. The girl gets hit by the car because... The Man, Duke run runs over, runs, runs over. The Duke getting out the car and sort of ch- his sort of chase down with 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 Snake. All that's really fun. They don't over dramatize when people die either. No, there's that dead. was nice. Except for okay, but like the uh, cabbie, what's his name? Oh yeah, when he died in the car crash. Yeah, but it's like okay, he's not obviously dead to me. He's dead. Like, there, he's dead. He's dead. Uh, okay, he's dead for real. Yeah, he's I wasn't dead. Sure. I wasn't sure for that. Also, dude does not have enough time to carry him. No, because he has what two so seconds he's left, left? For dead. if that. Yeah, and he got and then time. yeah, 
guy hits a mine, steps on a mine, and he's just dead. Okay, there's no agony. So what is Snake's backstory? Where like he's famous? Special forces. Special forces. They special... say he was the youngest person to be personally um, honored by the president. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's been honored by the president, which means he's not undercover. Like people know his name now because he's been right. honored. And then since so that's then... why all of these bad guys know him. So then, okay, and then what is Brain doing in New York? Well, okay, this goes to my question. My biggest question of the movie is, who's in New York? Is it only people who have... So they closed... Who's in New York or who's in Manhattan? Sorry, you're right. Manhattan. So take Prison. Manhattan. Did they take everybody out mm-hmm. and make Manhattan a prison? Yes. yes. So the only people in Manhattan are people who have been sent there yes, as prisoners. For sure. Okay. So That's, we don't have any yeah. innocents no, we probably living do. in Manhattan. Right, because of pot... I mean, pot- I mean, okay, but that no, what you're saying that's is why like, I say innocence with a quotation. You don't, you don't, you don't have like residents of Manhattan still there, right? Right, because like that cabbie is like, I've been driving this car for 30 years. Well, I think it's this muddled. exact same car. I think it's muddled. I think it's one of those things where, like, politically, he might be saying, "Yeah, we're saying these are all criminals, but they're more like all undesirables." And then also made the point: there's women in there. We don't know what there. their laws are at this point in time. Like, what is a crime? There's women in there, and even if they didn't do this until 1990, like there are elementary school age kids in there. Did guarantee. we see them? We don't see them, but a sex always happens in prison. B it's 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 multi gender. Well, and that's the other weird part is that yeah. they would be putting they would be mixing they gender in there. They don't care. That's lawlessness. All the criminals go. All the criminals. All go the to undesirables Manhattan. just dump them in the in the in one place. And one and of let them, them happened to like just not have to lose a day of work driving his cab then because he must have gotten picked up for something and then put right back in. It doesn't make sense that the I cabbie think, has been driving that same can, cab for thirty years. I don't think you can a hundred percent efficiently move people out of a city. People won't leave when there's a hurricane coming. I mean, but this is a fictional film about a prison and then walling off Manhattan. With walls and guards who just guard the outside of the wall. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying that I, I I could definitely see that there are people who were there before it became a prison. Okay. So second question. Snake's already in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. But then they pull him out to give him this debrief. And then they have to fly him back in. And like, why can't, why, why do they have to do it that way? Why can't they just give him a car? Like, why do they have to go? Secret mission. Yeah. To find the president. insertion, yeah. Okay, give him a like rankety car. I just it was weird to me that they had to like do all of this extra to like get him in there when he's. I mean, supposed why to don't Lord of the, the Rings place? just fly their eagles to Mordor? We you did got, talk you, about you, that. We exactly. need a journey. Okay, all we right, need fine, fine, fair. Hey, hey, those were my I, I, biggest. I, I hear what you're saying. But I think it's different than that. It's a con- it, it's you controlling the entry point and showing up unannounced, unseen, unannounced. With, so you have the element of surprise coming in through regular entrances in a car, which is loud. Remember, this is a glider. It's okay, not but even like, a plane. don't do a car then. I'm just saying, like, re put him some, in the like they had already way had for him, him in. to get in and immediately have a tactical advantage. Is what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, why is Brain there? Did he get arrested? He got caught and arrested for something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then got blown up. Hmm. Which and is why ironic because he's in charge of the gasoline. And yeah. why does uh, Snake hate world peace? Why does everyone say to the Snake, I thought you were dead? That's it's the an, other question. Why does everyone think he's dead? It's an in And they never said why. 
Well, so with the scene you mentioned, okay, so I watched at least half of the Oliver Harper thing <laughs> on YouTube, and he said they cut out that scene mm-hmm. where one of his partners gets gunned down, and that there's just an ongoing joke that I assume p- people thought he got gunned down or whatever, but it's just added in there because they don't ever really explain it, like on purpose. Just everybody assumes that he was dead. Mm-hmm. Snake Bliskin, I thought you were dead. Also, do you know where this was filmed? Because they could not afford to, afford to film St. it. St. Louis. St. Louis. They could not afford to film it in New York. And they used a bunch of old props for... They used the same props for like other films. But apparently, there was a block that had been burnt out by an urban fire, mm-hmm. such that you could light it up and look and see for, for blocks and blocks and blocks that it was all abandoned and burnt out. Um, and then also... That's th- sad. There was a yeah. company that had recently... A, ca- a camera company had recently developed a new technology that allowed them to film at night and still have such uh, such a clarity of the picture. So that mm-hmm. was really cool. That's too. true. A lot of this movie is at night, and it, you can see pretty mm-hmm. well. I was happy when they got to the daytime, though. Okay, what else do you guys want to talk about for this movie? Did we? Are there any influences that we haven't hit yet? Oh, it's, no, it's influenced a bunch of stuff. Yeah, like sure. everything. Suicide Squad. It's influence any film where someone has to go in and extract somebody and make it to uh, some point. Did they close off the city for Suicide Squad? Yes. Yeah. Um, Cloverfield. There's a scene in yeah. Cloverfield based on the Statue of Liberty head. Mm-hmm. There is a Batman series of video games really popular called starting with Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. And the second one is called Arkham City, where basically Arkham Asylum is on an island. And the criminals have all gotten out. So in so in the second game, Arkham City, they've walled off <laughs> all of the island of Arkham Island, and now it's just criminals that have filled up the entire, or or I don't know, criminals slash patients from Arkham Asylum. So very Gotham like yep. atmosphere here. I will agree with that. Um, yeah. So what else you been talking about? We talked about our what we liked. That I told you what I mean. My liked was also my favorite things. Is there something favorites that you guys want to add? The voice that he's choosing to do the entire time. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a weird choice. It is. I also I really liked how freshly clean his hair looked. His <laughs> hair looked like he had just shampooed it, and he it's might funny. have be- belonged in a shampoo commercial. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. You know it what's was interesting? Very flowy. I think of him as this sort of. Even having not seen this, I think of him in this way, but. When they chose him, he was thought of as kind of a lightweight because he had mostly been in comedies or mm-hmm. like light sort of movies. Mm-hmm. So this was like the first one of him as a gritty like really? action hero, yeah. which is what I think of him but as. This was after the thing, right? Before, before oh. the thing, and also I mean, think of him showing up in the second Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That's him, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. playing the the father. Like I mean, I know him from planet. Overboard, which I cannot wait till we do. Yeah. So, yeah, it is kind of weird. But we saw to him in Tango and Cash, and he was pretty badass. Yep. So, it's not that unbelievable. Yeah, this is the start of it. Yeah. 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 Man, 81. That's the thing about this is, like, I don't think this is the best movie ever. But then I remember it came out in 1981. I kind like, of feel like it is the best movie ever. That's <laughs> pretty impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. You think this is the best movie ever? It's right up there. <laughs> yes. And also, like, he clearly John Carpenter really just likes blood. Lots of blood, yeah. Yeah. And believable. Like, I did not want to go to this place. Like, it just looked trashy and gross and uncomfortable. 
Which is kind of what Manhattan supposedly was in the 70s. All of it? I think so. What? Tim would know better about this sort of thing. I don't know if all of it was. No, definitely not all of it. Like Times Square, a lot of that, it was just seedy and gross. Yeah. Yeah, when you watch like Taxi Driver, like movies from that era. That's different than what we saw. And Taxi Driver doesn't have, like. But there you you, you could see them making if they're gonna pick some place in New York to make Manhattan that place, yeah. because of maybe the seediness that existed back in the seventies. I'm also I mean, thinking you about you remember the, Island. the breakdown. Was it the breakdown? I don't know. What you're talking about, about the or, or it has Shamik Moore. Oh, the the uh, that breakdance show. Yeah, um, yeah. Now that was the Bronx, right? That was the Bronx. Yeah, but it was literally on fire in the in the mid to late seventies. And they had the torn down, the torn down buildings, and I mean, Joker. The recent Joker movie is all based off of that era in New York. Mm-hmm. So it was makes sense. It was like a lot in some ways a logical next step to be like, well, if it just keeps crumbling, exactly. you're gonna you're gonna get mm-hmm. this. I mean, yep. that crazy summer with Summer of Sam and all that stuff happened in New York City. Like, yeah. All that was happening. It was wild. Why do you think they picked the dates that they did? So this came out in eighty one, but they said in nineteen eighty eight. Crime has is it because it's the next election year, like Probably. two terms, and then this is what's going to happen, and then it's ninety seven, which is what it fifteen seems so years later. It seems so no. close to year two thousand. Yeah, I think it's a ninety seven. It seems so far away in eighty one. Ninety seven. Yeah, and that's what. 16 I mean, what is what is years away? Is that, what does twenty thirty seven seem like? It still seems pretty far away to me, mm-hmm. even with more perspective. Mm-hmm. Having lived longer. You think we're going to be flying? I won't be. <laughs> so that's for sure. Some people will be flying. Jetpacks. I'm going to be. Jetpacks. The other day I was thinking about getting, I, I was like, maybe I should get a hoverboard. No. Especially it will not let me do that. Or, or a unicycle. Those little, I spend too much time near a college. Yeah. Break your neck. <laughs> All right. Anything Great else you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about from Escape from New York? No. All right, you guys ready to rate it? Mm-hmm. Okay, Escape from New York. Is it a classic or are we past it? It's a classic. Clearly classic. Past it. How are you possibly past The year it? it came out is the only thing that saves it. It's not a good movie. It's not a classic. I haven't seen it before. I didn't need to see it and it wasn't that mind-blowing. Now, Metal Gear Solid has had a lot of influence in my life. Yes. Snake! But I kind of think it was going to happen no matter what. I'm, I There's no way Metal Gear Solid would have existed without that movie. <laughs> I don't need no. this movie. Oh, also his tattoo looks so stupid on his belly. It was a terrible spot for that tattoo. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Oh, Especially because it was like partially cut off, so it looked like a question mark. Yeah, I was like, it what did. is that? It was a snake. And the pants, man. Those pants. What were they? The they were like Lululemon pants. <laughs> right before you got in his no holes barred fight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I should be lobbying against your choice here. Oh, you want to change my mind? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but I, we spent the whole time. I gave it. I. I. Yeah. You. If when you listen to this episode, you'll see. I gave it some positive. I didn't like bash on it the whole time. It was okay, but it's definitely not a classic. Sorry. Okay. So next week we're talking about all dogs go to heaven, which makes sense because it starts with them having to break out of a prison. Right? A slightly island-looking prison. Or yeah. at least a peninsula. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we'll, 
Was that an Andre 3000 uh, lyric? What? Which part? He's talking about Island Peninsula, maybe. Peninsula, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> International Players Anthem. Okay. It's a classic. Uh, so, yeah, All Dogs Go to Heaven is what we're talking about next week when, Kenan, what will we be? We'll be back. That was a good one. <laughs>